Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Let's Talk Archetypes with your host, renowned intuitive and author, Roy Solberg. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me today. This is Roy. Oh, my goodness. I have such a (laughs) show for you today, I don't even know where to begin. First of all, I want to read something from The Invitation by Oriah Mountain Dreamer. If you're not familiar with this, with her work, um... Boy, I strongly encourage you to check it out. It, it's just a great piece of work. Her last line says, I want to know if you can be alone with yourself and if you truly like the company you keep in empty moments. This is this is very profound, I think, because when we are in our own power, in our own authenticity, we like ourselves. We like the spirit that we create. So we're going to keep that in mind as we go through the the show today. We're talking about consciousness for the month of May. Last week, we had a great guest, Jeff Miller, Jeffrey Miller, and um, he was talking, we were talking about physical consciousness and how important our mindset is, how important what we think creates our life. So this week, we're going to talk about the unconscious or the subconscious. But before we start, I want to I just want to get into different things that are happening in my life. Um, Yesterday here in Madison, Wisconsin, we had a fabulous day. It seemed that spring and summer kind of um, ganged up and and gave us a day of high 80s and then at night gave us a thunderstorm and a little bit of rain and cooler temperatures. And I thought, man, you know, the weather is... It's a little bit indicative of how we do life. It's up and down. You've got a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And our lives are like that. We have to take the stormy weather and the thunder along with the sunshine and and the beauty of the day. So yesterday, I went down to Milwaukee. Well, it's actually over to Milwaukee, but I always feel like I'm going down. Um to do a radio show with my friend Diane Chamness. Diane and I have been friends for quite a while. She is a great mentor to me. Uh, She owns her own business, uh, Chamness Consulting. And when I started this radio show, she gave me a great piece of advice. She said, give yourself a year because you're not going to really feel comfortable with it until you have been on the air for a year. And, you know, the woman was right, and it, and she got this advice from her producer. So anyway, yesterday I went down uh, to see her and to pre-record her radio show, and we had a great time. We talked about how archetypes are so important to um, how we lead, how CEOs and, and presidents of companies create a good company or a not-so-good company? Do they support their people or do they not? So she is. this show is going to air on Saturday from 1 to 2 Central Time. And the call numbers are WISN 1130. And it's called Business Solutions with Diane Chamness. So I, I highly encourage you, whether you have a business or not, I highly encourage you to um to tune in. And I will um <laughs> if I can if I can 
manage it and figure out how to do it, I will get a copy for for the blog. So lots of changes going on. And my next, um, my biggest change that's coming up is I am going to take the radio to a new format and a new time. We're going to start at 2, but it's going to be an hour show. So here's what I decided. My work and my purpose is to hold space for you, to rediscover the enchantment of who you are. I'm, I, my work is as a guide. I want to assist you in achieving authenticity of your soul, of your spirit, of your purpose, passion as we call it. Um, I, want, I, I like for my clients to know that they are the best thing that ever happened to them. And I do this through the archetypes. I do it through intuition. I do it through readings. And, you know, I'm a very, <laughs> I have to confess, I am a very pragmatic intuitive. I can teach you to, to, how to access your intuition, how to listen to it. I can guide you in hearing the messages from your angels and your guides. But there comes a time when you have to put these messages into action. And that is the focus of my work. I present the tools for you to know yourself. I mean, I can tell you your future and all the possibilities and probabilities that lay ahead. I can do a past life reading. But in if your past life readings are kind of airy-fairy stories, unless they have meaning and purpose for you, a lesson for you in this lifetime. That's what I mean by being very pragmatic. I like to to see my clients get balanced between their spirit, their action, and their body. Because that's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. So in reading your future and supporting you to create it, it helps you release all the blocks and fears and all those reluctance, all that reluctance and um, that procrastination that I myself have when I sit down to start writing. I have to walk around it a few times. So that's what the new radio show is going to be about. It's going to, as I said, be an hour long. I have got some great, fabulous guests lined up. If you have someone, if you'd like to be a guest, or you have someone who who you think would be a, a great guest, by all means, get in touch with me. And you can do that by Roy Solberg at gmail dot com. One of the other things I'm playing with when I. <laughs> when I find time in my life, um, is doing more webinars and mentoring program. So, on to consciousness. As I said, last week we looked at physical consciousness because what we're aware of and what we uh, feel in our bodies and our heart and, and then access is so important to how our life runs. And this week... Um, as I said, we're doing the, the unconscious part. Now, Richard Gerber, who wrote Vibrational Medicine, explains that there is a consciousness in all aspects of matter from human level down to the atomic level and that the quality and quantity of our consciousness differs on each level of existence and, manufact- and manifestation. Cellular structure has a form of consciousness and a memory. And I have said many times that if if you are making shifts and changes in your life, you want to get 
massage, Reiki, that type of work done because our cells have memory. If you've been through an illness, be sure and get energy work done so that the cellular structure and the consciousness of the cells will know that we are going to begin healing. We're not going to be repetitive into our illness. So what does this mean for us? If there's consciousness in all aspects of matter, what does that mean? Well, consciousness collects similar consciousness. So think of magnets. Wasn't there a a game type of thing where you, you rubbed your hand over it and it would magnetize little shards? I'm showing you with my hands. Little shards of metal and it would follow wherever your hand, you moved your hand. Our consciousness works kind of like the same way. You collect the energy consciousness to you, similar, and from there you create what you call, quote, my life. So you're always collecting like a magnet. Remember that old adage of birds of a feather flock together? Yeah, well, (laughs) it's, it's true. People with the same magnetic consciousness flock together in a similar manner. And you know that, you know, victims attract victims and saboteurs attract saboteurs, that type of thing. Happy people attract happy people. And sad people seem to manifest sad people. So that is that underlying subconscious um, part of us that pulls it together like that. That's why it's so important for you to investigate how your unconscious, subconscious mind is working. So everything that has a front has a back. I love that statement. You know, we know we have a back. (laughs) We just can't see it. Unless you have a reflection, a mirror, then you can see it. If anyone has seen their back, they're a lot more flexible than I am or their head is is on backwards. Um, But so our our physical consciousness and our underlying unconsciousness are two of the same um, force. It's just we don't see the unconscious. Now, I I guess psychologists would say that it holds a dark side of us. And And I'm sure there is something to that, the things that we hide or we're not aware of. I know there is. But today I want to look at the uh, unconscious as, think of it as a well, a big, deep, wonderful well. And it holds all sorts of unseen things. It holds all those fragments of ourselves, of our spirit, those parts of our spirit that we've ignored or hidden or that we're, we're so unaware of that we've never used. So imagine, (laughs) just imagine, let's pretend, that was a radio show when I was a kid, let's pretend. So let's imagine that you could go down into your personal well, into the darkness. What would you find? What if it's an amazing new talent, something you've never done before, or a piece of artwork? a design or a book or a new invention that perhaps provides food for, you know, millions of people? What if it's a well of peace and all you have to do is take a sip and suddenly your stress and your anger and and all of that stuff, procrastination, 
is gone. What if it's a shift in your awareness that makes you a happy, self-fulfilled, authentic person? And that you accept that part of you rather than refusing to let it live in your life. Who would you be then? This is an important part of knowing thyself. This is step one in the exploration of who am I in my unconsciousness. So this is, remember, I give assignments. This is your homework (laughs) for the week. This is for you to explore. Who would I be if? Just write that line down. Who would I be if? Who would I be if I accepted that I'm the best thing that ever happened to me? How would you feel? Who who would you be if you accepted that your spirit, pure, unadulterated spirit, having a body experience? Who would you be if you accepted your greatness? If you were truly in your authentic, great, and who would you be if you stopped hiding your talents we all as I've said so many times have a gift to bring to the table of mankind so many of us have it deep in the well that no one can find it so this is the time to go into that unconsciousness and this is the time to explore your dreams and to seed your dreams so so that you can go into the unknown and bring it out into the known. So if you were great, if you accepted that you were the best thing that ever happened to you, what's the worst thing that would happen? Because that's where our fear lies. I don't know what life would be like. I know what life is like now, but I don't know what it would be in the future if I were in my full, fully, fully in my personal power, if I were fully in my authenticity, what is the worst thing that would happen to you? And so that's part two of your <laughs> of your homework. So just kind of play with that. What's the worst? Because until we bring it out of the unconscious, it, it's that big, you know, monster hiding under the bed. Years ago, I was um, had a friend over, and I had I had bought a, a picture in Hawaii when I was on a trip there, and it is a beautiful picture of this woman uh, lying on her back. Has, she has a cat wrapped, you know, curled up asleep, and um, I think she has her arm over her head, totally relaxed. You know, just laying in the sun. And as my friend walked out, she commented on the picture, and I said, oh, yeah, I bought that because it reminds me of myself. I'm the laziest person in the world. And she studied the picture, and she looked at me, and she said, that's not my perception of you. I do not see you as lazy. The truth was that I was afraid that people would see me as lazy. And so I made sure I stayed busy. 
that was the motivation for so many things that I did and I did them quickly and I, you know, was always overloaded and and so on so that no one in the outside world would ever, ever find out that I was the laziest person in the world. That exchange with my friend allowed the unconscious belief to come to the surface of my well. And I began to evaluate why I was doing it, whatever the project was. Was the project serving me or was it simply because I wanted to keep the outside world um, unaware of how lazy I was? And the and. And it was quite it was quite an exchange and quite a um, revelation for me. So now I allow myself to do what I want when I want, and I allow myself to be lazy when I want, because those beliefs did not serve me. They kept me busy. They kept me exhausted, but not fulfilled. So take a look at how you are living your life. Is it working for you? Do you have that sense of of joy and fulfillment? You know, part of it is we can't be, well, we could. But, you know, life isn't always joyful and it isn't always fulfilling. But you have to look at is it 90%, is it 80%, or is it 20%? And if you're under 50%, then we need to take action to change that, to shift that awareness so that you are fulfilling your your purpose, fulfilling your gift, and enjoying life at the same time. It is much easier, I think, to be happy. I know it's less stressful to be happy, regardless of what the situation is regardless of of uh, what's going on in your life. I n- remember a quote that said, suffering is death and illness and everything else is self-imposed. Now, I guarantee you, I can self-impose with, suffer with the best of you. <laughs> I can get into that I can get into that trauma drama and I do it well but I can also bring myself out of it and I'm also aware that this is self-imposed suffering. So when things aren't going right in your life take a, take a look is it self-imposed suffering? Do you have an unconscious belief that life has to be suffering or life has to be work? that you you work but you can't play you can't enjoy it it is interesting how i was looking kind of reviewing my life and looking at the high points of experiences that i've had that have been major changes and in those major changes it has been because i have cleared something in the unconscious mind something i wasn't aware of Now, as I've talked about before, I grew up in the South. I was born and raised in in Memphis, a small community. Our community was 
involved church. We went to church on Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday's prayer meeting, and um, I would go with my mom to Bible study and things like that. And, of course, in the summertime, we had um, vacation Bible school. So I was well-seated in the Southern Baptist religion. And as I began to search for my own, I joined a a friend who had been going to um, the Native American sun dances. And I, I got a lot out of that. I really enjoyed the philosophy of the Lakota and met some great, great leaders there. What I realized after a few years was that the similarities between my upbringing in the religion um, and dogma and the group that I was with was that it was fear. In the Southern Baptist, it was Hellfire and Brimstone Center in this person's group. We... um, it was, you have to do it right or else, you know, well, all sorts of bad things would happen. The spirits would be angry. There were great people in that group, and I loved it. And then um, I realized it was, we were out of integrity. And the similarities between the religious experience I had as a child and the and the group in Southern California was that they didn't walk their talk. And I realized when you are either in integrity or you are out of integrity. So look at your life. It is, and the result of that was that I realized that the universe has my best interest at heart and it shifted my relationship to higher power. So take a look at the high points in your life, the changes, um, And those experiences will help you to discover the hidden parts of yourself. So we have a caller in the queue. Um, Jay? Hi. Hi. Welcome. How are you? Thank you. I'm pretty good. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. I'm good. What can I do for you today? Do you have a specific question? Well, I was listening in today. I I just wanted to listen in. Um, But I also saw you do intuitive reading, so I was wondering if you could do a general intuitive reading for me? If not, sure. it could be something more specific, maybe finances. <laughs> okay, well, let's see. Let me pick a card here for you. Okay. Ah, the child. Now, you know, there's two, two um, illuminated and shadow for every archetype. The child is that creative part of you. This is that let's pretend, let's, let's um, create something from nothing. And while that is a strong part of you, it feels like lately you've taken a dip. And uh, by that I mean that 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 trust and and energy and what I do will produce money um, has dropped a little bit. Um, So the the thing that you want to, to look at, A, is start dreaming again. And remember that that Abundance is solidified creativity. So you have a vast amount of creativity, both on the conscious and the unconscious level. And it is important for you to tap into that again. 
So what is it that you do and what it, what is the issue with your finances? I'm in the coaching business. Um mm-hmm. and I'm looking to in, I'm looking to expand. Um, okay, good. Yeah. Okay, on the what I'm getting on the expand, expansion is to do it slowly. Um Okay. Your vision of moving out is good, but your timing is just is critical. Uh, it always yeah. is. But for you right now, it's like do it in increments. So take your big picture that you have and move it back in increments. Does that make sense That's to you? Good. Absolutely. <laughs> That's good. Okay. Okay. So it's like, you know, step one is I'm doing this much and then step two. Um, I see other people coming into your group um, and and they will be a good addition to what you do. A little mm-hmm. bit different than what you do, but they'll be a good addition. It feels like at least two, maybe three. So, um, Great. yeah. That sounds good. So that, and that would and that would be good for you. Um, yeah, I see this being yeah. successful. Oh good, oh good. Yes. I, I, I really enjoy it. I'm passionate about. It. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about. It. I really enjoy it. So oh, good. <laughs> good, good. Because it, yeah, it will be. It will be quite successful. But as I said, if you expand too quickly. Then um, it's like anything. You blow too big a bubble, it's going to burst. So bring it back into steps, as I said. And then let the world know you're ready, available. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Thank you. I appreciate this. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome, and the best of luck to you. Many blessings. Thank you. Many blessings. (laughs) Bye. All right. So next week we are going to get into the um, collective consciousness and how that impacts us and and how to deal with it. I know you've walked, all of us have walked into a room and felt the energy just be so great that we're uplifted and then the other experience where we walk into the room and it's like, oh my goodness, I feel like I've been run over by a truck. So we'll we'll talk about how to counteract that and what to do about it. And, And... you know, how to connect to that collective consciousness in a good way. So, and then after that, I believe on uh, June 5th, we are launching the new show. So, I I have gone into my own well and pulled up things that I'm going to try that are new. And it sometimes it can be a little bit scary, and sometimes it can be exciting, and and that's the way life is. So I wish you a great week, many blessings, and um, I'll chat with you next week. Ready to change your life? Intuitive Roy Solberg has helped people all over the world regain the power of their own spirit. Visit Roy's website, RoySolberg.com, and get started to create the life you've only dreamed of living.